0: and we are recording we are back for yet another podcast episode 72 i believe episode 72 yeah wow yeah that's, it's 72 that's that's wild i am one half of the podcast my name is sam finlay also known as sizzle sitting across from me in young with his um movember Mustache. Does that mean you got to shave it off tomorrow? Or what's, yeah, what's I'll the Yeah, I
1: will to then? I might have to shave it well, off. You're gonna grow it out.
0: You're gonna do what I did and just, just keep the mo going.
1: I might keep it for the weekend when I come down for Christmas. Very nice. Well introduce for... yourself.
0: Introduce yourself anyway.
1: Hey guys, you know who it is? It's your boy, it's Quinny. Second half of this podcast, also known as Simon. And as Sizzle was saying, yes, Movember. What a time to be alive. I'm letting my mo grow out a bit. But yes, I think I might keep it for a couple more days and then I'll definitely shave it. But I'm very excited, though, because tomorrow is the 1st of December, so we all know what time Mm. it is after that. It's good to get this pod in before we maybe do our Christmas special at some stage, but I'm very excited. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so hopefully I'll get this podcast out tonight. Um, But if it is out tomorrow, we are recording this on the 30th of November. Uh, We're going to be talking phase four going to go uh dive deep into phase four now that it has been completed we obviously talked about black panda wakanda forever in our previous pod you can go back and listen to that it was a great chat uh and we're also going to talk Andor um at the the end of this pod as well once we've done phase four but then yeah as quinnie mentioned it first of december tomorrow we are switching to christmas mode um it's that time i can't believe it is december tomorrow that's wild um what a year this has just come and gone and uh, a, quick,
1: a very quick year that's for sure
0: that's that, yeah that's for sure uh, but yeah we're gonna be switching things over to christmas christmas from Sizzle and quinney will return so stay tuned we've got some exciting things planned for the month of december um and yeah i'm sure you'll notice the the theme song will definitely be different for our next pod because you know it, it's that time of year it's the festive season
1: it is a festive season. It's all about those Christmas carols, the trees up. i have started wrapping some presents. Your uh, backup gift arrived today, so I'll make sure I wrap that for you. Love tonight. to hear it. Love to hear but it. But it's very exciting.
0: Well, you know what's funny is that your gift um, is actually just right of the camera. You can't see it, but so I'm yours. looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm just saying, man, I've, mm. I've, I've outdone myself this year.
1: <laughs> I've done a good one, too. I've got you covered for your birthday, too. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. You're sorted.
0: All right. Well, look, we'll hold off on the Christmas cheer until our next podcast. Let's get straight because we've got a pretty big episode um, lined up.
1: lot to get as, through.
0: As I mentioned, we are doing an MCU Phase Four review. The Phase Four is complete, so we're going to dive deep into it. We've got some uh, some questions, almost like some awards, kind of like an award show episode um, planned today. Uh, but look, let's look back at Phase Four. There was films, there was TV series. A lot of TV shows. There was specials. And there were some specials as well. So, look, I'll just quickly um, rattle off everything we got in Phase 4. So, we got seven films. Uh, It started with Black Widow. We then got Shang-Chi. The Legend of the Ten Rings. We got The Eternals. Mm. We got Spider-Man, No Way Home. We got Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, followed by Thor, Love and Thunder. And then it was closed out by Black Panther, Panther Wakanda Forever. That were the films. for TV, uh, we began with WandaVision, followed by Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Next up was Loki. Then we got MCU's first animated series in What If. Um, then we got the Christmas uh, series in Hawkeye, followed by Moon Knight, Miss Marvel. Uh, I'm not really sure if we count this as a TV show, but I'm, I've put it up there. We got I Am Groot in um, that. I don't actually think I watched that,
1: but series. anyway.
0: Uh, I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't bother. <laughs> uh, I, I did watch it, but. I mean, you could. There's like six of them, and they're like four minutes long each, or something. Um, I mean, if you if you got if you're trying to kill time, um, go go and watch it. <laughs> um, and then closing out TV, we got She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, uh, and then of course we got two specials: um, Halloween special, Werewolf by Night, and then most recently, we got Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which was fun. We was really fun. And look, we as I mentioned, we're going to be going into um, Christmas with Sizzle and Coiny for um, the remainder of uh, the podcast for this year and for December. And that might be one of the movies or specials we sort of talk about.
1: Yeah, I think we can probably chuck talk about it, I reckon, give it a little review in one I of our little so. Christmas specials. I mean, specials. it is a it Why is a not? Christmas, it is a Christmas. It counts. So we'll take it.
0: So, yeah, I mean, that's phase four in a nutshell. Um, it was it was jam-packed. Um, it was an interesting phase, that's for sure. And it was always going to be a tough phase because you followed phase three, and we'll get into where phase four ranks, but phase three was, you know, just an amazing time. Uh, you know, we obviously had two of the biggest movies just in history of cinema in Infinity War and Endgame. So it was always going to be tough to top that. Uh, but look let's get into it um, before we sort of go through i guess these questions that and awards i guess that we've Our got categories you know, we've got, yep we've got a bunch of categories uh laid out let's just do maybe like you know really really quick sort of um uh thoughts on this phase as a whole before we go into the more specific questions i'll pass it to you what did what did you sort of as a, as a whole phase four talk to me
1: yeah so i think we sort of touched on it a bit last week as well but i think as a whole, for me, I think I I like I really did enjoy I did enjoy phase four. I did like I liked I think the majority of phase four I really enjoyed, and I was saying to you off air before I found it really hard to rank it, so I sort of kept swapping where I think it belongs, but I feel like there was a lot of highs in this phase, but there was also quite a few lows as well. So it wasn't the most consistent phase. But there's still a lot of movies and TV shows that I really enjoyed. So, you know, for example, No Way Home, you know, Doctor Strange, Wakanda Forever, those sort of movies. And, you know, Shang-Chi, of course, as well, which I was really, 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 that was like the first movie that I saw, I think, after COVID when the movies finally opened up again. So for me, that was like super exciting. I really enjoyed it. So those were quite high for me. And then, you know, the other movies weren't too bad, ups and downs. TV shows, though, I thought were pretty good. Like we said, I love She-Hulk. I also loved Hawkeye. I did enjoy Loki. I also really enjoyed Falcon the Winter Soldier as well. One division was okay. I know you're higher than I oh, was, is, but again, this is a wild. Still, take it you. was still no, it's not that wild. Like it was, yeah, it was cool. It was creative. I'll give you that. So I think there was some highs, but there were a few lows as well. So I think overall it was a pretty decent phase, but nothing's got a top phase three. It's impossible. Mm.
0: What about yeah, yourself? I mean, yeah, I would agree with everything you've said there, except for the One Division part. I obviously think that is just like um yep. one of the highest here of we highs. go here we go yep <laughs> um, but look yeah I I think um a, as a whole um this was yeah a, a pretty good phase um it was really interesting that you know this was when they introduced um TV series um uh, with Disney plus and I actually thought that was one of the, probably the strongest parts of this phase I thought a lot more pretty content yeah. all the all the series hit pretty well. I, I don't think like looking at those series and reviewing them, there wasn't any that I really didn't like. Um, you know, there was some, obviously some stronger ones, some weaker ones, um, you know, the stronger side, Vision, Loki, Hawkeye. And then on the weaker side, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, for me anyway, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Moon Knight. They were probably on the weaker it's side. Marvel. But- it's Marvel. I mean, what if? Um, but as a whole, I thought, they were all pretty good and then you know it was really cool cuz we got these specials which um was a bit of added fun so i think phase 4 as a whole did a good job in introducing us to a lot of characters that i needed going forward especially with secret wars um because we know that's build we're building towards that um but i guess um you know following thanos and you know end game it was a difficult task but you know overall i thought it was um an enjoyable uh phase.
1: I agree. It was good. We all enjoyed right. it. We love Marvel Man. It doesn't matter. We love it. No matter what it is, we do enjoy it. We eat up. we eat up that content. We it do. Is, we, we smash we're it.
0: Here for the, the Marvel content, that is for sure. Uh all right. Look, let's go into some um, I guess some categories, um, some awards, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and let's start with our best movie and our best show. I'll pass this one over to you, Quinny. What was your best movie? So and, for me, yeah, I'll go best, best movie.
1: movie? Best I'll go best movie and then you can go best movie and then we can sort of bounce off each other. I think for me, best movie. I think we're going to agree here. Uh, we know what it is. It's pretty much number two on my list. We spoke about it last week. Spider-Man No Way Home. 100% the best movie of phase, um, of phase four, hands down. Can't beat mm. it. It was just iconic. I loved everything about it. I loved seeing all the old villains come back. I love how we got the original Spider-Man movies and the Andy Garfield ones, those sort of ones too, where we kind of, Tobey Maguire as well. I love how we finally got them back and it really opened up that idea of the multiverse, which I really enjoyed. And, you know, Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin, like what an amazing villain in that movie. So Mm -hmm. for me, it has to be Spider-Man, No Way Home.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, not going to have any um, disagreement with that. Disagreements with that, like, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite movies in the whole of MCU. I think I got ranked at four um, overall out of the thirty films that we've gotten um, in in the um, the the universe, Um, and it was just amazing. I mean, Spider Man's just such an iconic character. Having Tom, not only just having Tom Holland, who's been great in the MCU, but also getting Andrew Garfield, Tommy McGuire back, and then bringing in. Um, villains from those old films as well was yeah it was actually pretty incredible to see and it was impressive that they pulled it all off because you know we we often hear you know as um you know spectators the audience and we're like oh why don't they just bring in this character they should do this and you know from our armchair we we, you know want you know movies like this to exist but in reality like it must be so difficult to pull off. Like, you got to pay these people. You got to work out schedules. You got to bring everyone together. And the fact that they pulled it off and um, all the old villains was, came back, all the old cast members, which was great. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, really impressive. So, yep. yeah, I've got no, um, no disagreements there. Spider Man No Way Home was definitely the highest of high for this whole phase. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with, with Spider Man going, going forward.
1: Yeah. Love it. Do you want me to go right. show as well, or do you want to go your movie first? Um,
0: well, yeah, movie's the same as you. Um, so yeah, we'll go. We'll go show. I'll. I'll uh, you hit us I mean, off.
1: You can start us.
0: Yeah, pretty obvious for me. Um, it, although it's closer than you would think. Um, for me, but you know, I think the best show in this series was Loki. Um, I think Loki was not only just one of the best shows in this series, one of the better shows that I think I've just seen, just in general. Like I. I really enjoyed um what they did with I thought it was very clever um and like is a character that I, I really like so I'm a little bit biased in that regard but putting that aside like um pretty spectacular TV and that finale especially um maybe one of the best finales for a wow. show just bringing in Kang um, was
1: like phenomenal. like that was great like that was amazing yeah. when they did that so it's it, hard it, to top that yeah for a yeah, TV show as well yeah
0: yeah, and it, it was just impressive how they did it. You know, the whole inclusion of the TVA, uh, Mobius. Um, also, we've got these just some some characters that were just so fun. Um, and it was very mind bending, you know, we're, we're talking about different timelines and um, you know, bringing in variants, which, you know, and, and I think it had a very big, yeah, very, sorry, I- yeah, implications for the MCU going forward, of course. Definitely. You know, this is the first time for we sure. get to see um, He Who Remained, which is Kang. Uh, so. Yeah, I think for me it's Loki very followed very closely by uh one for me which was another show that just like uh and, and a show that I just was yeah um I can't praise enough uh but I'll pass it over you because I know Loki is not your fa- you don't think it is the best show. The Loki shows. I don't
1: I don't think Loki was the best show of this phase. I'm going to stick to my guns and I'm going to say for me it is She-Hulk. I love mm. She-Hulk. In particular, I loved how Daredevil came into it, Matt Murdoch. and I just thought it was just a very interesting creative show. I love how they brought back Abomination, all these other characters. Wongers was in there. I really enjoyed it, and I I remember just you know it came out most recently as well, so it's the freshest in my mind. Mm. So I really really enjoyed it, and you know you can't beat seeing my boy Matt Murdoch again. Charlie Cox, you're doing you're currently redoing your Daredevil rewatch, and mm. he's amazing. So having Enjoying him back that. takes it over the line for me. And for me, it's t- my second favorite. Um, I get, I reckon Loki, yes, Loki was probably overall a better show, but I enjoyed Hawkeye more and I'm currently re-watching Hawkeye and I love the Christmas vibe. So, but for the sake of the question,
0: it has to be She-Hulk for me. Yeah, fair enough. Look, I, I don't agree with it, but I respect it because I also really liked She-Hulk and Hawkeye I really liked as well. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Haw- Haw- She-Hulk's three for me, Hawkeye's four for me if you were to rank all the shows. Um, and yeah, as you, as you mentioned, She-Hawk was very different. Um, we've got a whole pod about this. So, you know, if you want to go back you and listen to that, we go into you know. depth. Um, but yeah, I, I just, uh, yeah, I just think Loki and Vision, for me, at least are on this top tier. And then it's very closely followed by Hawkeye and um, She-Hawk on that sort of second tier. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, all, well, I all four time. are great shows, all four, are, you know, yeah. Yeah, Definitely amazing shows. Uh, all right, look, this might be a little bit more fun, I guess, <laughs> or maybe not, because it's hard to you know, we don't want to you know bring down um, people that have you know, shows and movies and you know, that have obviously um been put out there by the MCU. But what do we think was um, maybe the the weakest movie and the weakest show?
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna go the worst movie or the worst show, I'm gonna go with like what you said, I think the weakest ones. I think that's mm. I think that's more fair, because again, the two I'm going to mention, yeah. I I did enjoy them, but there's parts of them that I didn't really like, and we've talked about them on the podcast before. But I think for me, the weakest movie was probably Eternals. But again, like, don't get me wrong, like I I enjoyed it. Like I loved all these, like all these bringing in all these new characters. I thought it was really interesting. Jon Snow being in it, Kit Harington, which I liked, and I like how we got the Blade cameo at the end. So like I said, there was elements about the Eternals that I liked. But again, it, it was a long movie. was a bit slow at times. Like, But again, I still enjoyed it. But I think for me, it's probably the weakest movie. Mm. And it was close. It was it was between two for me. And I think Eternals just snuck in as the weakest.
0: Yeah, look, we're in agreement here as well. That's my weakest movie of this phase. And I think it's good that we rephrase it there because it's still a good movie. Like, uh, I still enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was a little bit long. Um, it was a bit different to what we're used to with the MCU. Um, different and probably not like different in a good way, I don't think, like, you know, a show like WandaVision, for example, or some of the other shows that are slightly different. Um, but that being said, I think it was important. Um it was oh, it was at least good to bring them movie. in. Yeah. Bring but in those I characters. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's very important going forward because particularly with bringing in the celestials. The celestials, like yeah. They they need to bring them in at some point. Um, and I think, and obviously, uh, bringing in the black Knight as well, knowing that we're, we're going to be getting a blade movie. Um, and hopefully we're going to be going, getting a little bit of a darker, um, sort of side of the MCU as well. Which so would be good. I think it was important, but yeah, I mean, it, it was probably, um, yeah, my, my least favorite, uh, yeah. out of the two. And then it was, it was a close call as well. You know, I, I've got, um, uh I've got Black Widow just after that. Same as me. Um, yep. But but Black Widow was kind of the one thing I must admit about Black Widow, it was kind of nice because that was when we were in the middle of lockdown. Yeah. Um, and it gave us like we obviously didn't get the cinema. Experience. Which maybe maybe that would have changed yeah, that, things that, if we saw I it think in that the hit, cinemas.
1: Yeah, I think that hurts it a bit. Yep. Um, I agree. With
0: but that. also it was nice that we got to have that movie when we were all just cooped up at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah all right show what's is the um uh, weakest show i've gone back and forth with this so many times
1: yeah i was sort of i was very similar but i think i'm going to stick with my guns i'm going to say miss marvel for me yeah
0: it's probably I, the weakest i actually agree as well and like i actually think this is a really on paper i think this is actually a really good show like it, it's just not for me
1: yeah, like, it wasn't for me. Like super creative. Like I love the animation they use in the Clever, color Very clever. Very clever. But it just didn't hit for me. And I still think I enjoyed What If and Moon Knight probably a little bit more than yeah, I did just, when it comes just. to Miss Marvel. So Miss Marvel is probably
0: mine for the weakest show. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think yeah, great show. It was it was important. Also, another show that's important because we're obviously getting the Marvels next year. Um, we we had to have this show. Um, And it was really well done. It's just like, when we're talking favorites, yeah, I just like, it's close as well because Moon Knight and them into Soldier and What If, they're kind of the next ones um, after this. But yeah, for me, it just wasn't a show where I, because mostly, I mean, these shows, you know, they come out midweek or, you know, whenever they do come out, some some nights they've been coming out Wednesdays and Thursdays and we've had the Friday as well. But like, this was the show that I was probably least excited for each week. Like, whereas like Loki, WandaVision, She-Hulk, Hawkeye, like every Wednesday or whatever, whatever night it was that it came out, I was like so keen, you know, I was like waiting for the sun to go down so I could watch it. Um, Whereas like Miss Marvel, I was kind of like, oh, when I get around to it tonight, I'll watch it. So I think that was was kind of a good indication of, um, you know, how much I enjoyed the show.
1: Definitely good points. Good points there. And I think that's fair. I reckon it had, it had it was okay. But again, like we said, me and you, it wasn't for us. We mm. watched it still. It was good to have something to watch, but yeah, I think it was it's I probably,
0: probably a younger watcher as well. Yeah, like I don't think I'll
1: revisit it. I don't know if I'll revisit it. And yeah. if there's a season two, yeah, I might put it on, but I'm not really oh, that, I'll
0: I'll I'm definitely not that, watch season not two like, that fast. I'm consuming every one of these shows if they come out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I won't be, you know ecstatic if they announce season two i'll watch it but it won't be ecstatic all right let's go to the best moment of phase four there was some some really big moments throughout there were some big this moments. whole series and this is this is a really tough one i, I imagine this is when we'll probably differ because we've kind of agreed on everything so far except for the um best show yeah um best moment i might kick this one off uh, for, for me, it. and it kind of comes down to two well there's kind of three big moments for me but the two that really stick out to me was number one, which was actually in Loki, and we kind of talked about it, was the finale when we met He Who Remains, um, also known as Kang going forward. Um, you know, that, that first scene when we, we get the reveal, he's sitting in the lift eating an apple, um, and his first, like, uh, words uh, is, this is wild. And like, it's just like, I remember seeing that and watching that being like, oh man, Kang is here. It's Jonathan Majors. He's finally here. Um, And then he goes on to have like some of the best dialogue in any um, Marvel or any sort of any TV or movie really. Um, You know, I love that. I've been dubbed many names for many people, a conqueror, he who remains, a jerk. Um, You know, that whole monologue. It was was, good. It was good. It was, you know, and there's been some other big moments, you know. There's the, obviously the three Spider-Mans. Um, you know, we get Killmonger Reveal in the Astral Plane. That was big for me too. Um, you know, the uh the post-credit scene or the mid credit scene in uh, Black Panther were kind of forever. That was really moving to me as well. Uh but yeah, I think um for me it's it's gonna go to the Loki um reveal season finale with Kang and that whole monologue.
1: Nice. I love it. Yeah, so you were right, Sizzle. So this will probably be one where we'll differ a bit. I had a quite a, I had a handful that I was thinking about. Mm. Um, but the number one for me is definitely the three Spider-Mans. Mm. I think the moment, even the bit where you see them. Yeah, which come moment through, specifically? I think the, the the moment that really got me was when we get Toe Maguire. Mm. When his when they open up the loop and he comes through. Because for me, he was the first Spider-Man. He was Spider-Man for me. Mm. And when I was in the cinema. I remember it because everybody gasped like everybody.
0: Yeah. Was that just, was a pretty
1: wild moment. That was a wild moment. Also another moment, daredevil catches the brick again for me on a mm. personal level. That was huge as well. And then again, the rest of the crowd gasped when that happened. But I think the scene that really did it for me, that brings in the three, I love, you know, when they're up in the, you know, they're swinging around, they both swing out and all three of them, it like pauses mm. in there and they're doing like their own little stance. Like that was like, that was iconic. Like, I did not ever think I'd ever see a Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield in the MCU. So I think Mm. for me, that was probably my favorite moment and those little ones leading up to it. And then some honorable mentions, definitely Kang. I can agree with what you said there. Killmonger for me. I did not expect him to be on the throne. That was another big reveal. I also love the Kingpin reveal and the Mm. build up for that throughout Hawkeye as well. Cause again, as you know, what's your I thoughts
0: on the uh, the the screen I grab, the, the fuzzy screen grab that um copped a lot of criticism?
1: Oh, I, liked it. Yeah, I, 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 I liked it, I liked, I liked it. I like anything to do with Daredevil, Kingpin, Matt Murdock, give yeah. it to me every time of the week, and again, even She Hulk when he walks into the courtroom for the first time, like just stuff like that. But for me, it has mm. to be the three Spider Spider-Mans.
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, you're that's right up there for me. Um, with the Kang, I, I could have I can interchange these easily. Um, yeah, I mean, you've, you've mentioned, uh, you know, most of the, the best moments there. Another one I'd probably add, which for me was like, um, just something that caught me off guard was when we get Agatha, um, Harkness in, One uh, Division when she's That's down like in, the, behind everything. in the, yeah. the lair yeah. that was like caught me off guard. Um, so yeah, I re- really, even Quicksilver that. when Evan
1: Peters came through, that was pretty cool. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that for Division. I that love another- the Evan Peter. I love mm-hmm. Evan Peters. Like he's great, and he was obviously, as we know, he was in the OG X Men as Quicksilver, so that was cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even um, y- Elena in Hawkeye when oh yeah. this, the scene with her and um Kate, Kate- Bishop, Kate in Bishop. Kate's apartment. Um, Even that the spaghetti was spaghetti or the macaroni. That was epic. Yep, that was yeah, cool. macaroni with the sriracha. It was oh. it was amazing. Mm. Uh, all right, cool. Next, let's move on to um, best best new hero. Um, so you know, or, or it could be, yeah, but yeah, best new hero. So someone introduced in this phase that we had not had previously. Um, who'd you go for this? I'll pass it over to you.
1: For me, this was between two people, and you've just mentioned Elena before. I thought she was great in this but I'm going to do it. I did not expect it. I really love Kate Bishop in Hawkeye. I was a huge fan of Kate Bishop. I love how she's coming as a new Hawkeye. I thought she was great and I thought she was heaps of fun. And like I said, Hawkeye was like my favorite show before we saw She-Hulk. So I really enjoyed Kate Bishop. So I'm going to probably give it to her. It's hard though, because you've also got She-Hulk as well, but I think Kate Bishop for me and Yelena yeah. second.
0: Yeah, I actually had both Kate Bishop, Yelena um, written down as well. I said it was a tie. Between Kate Bishop, so we don't need to really go into that. I agree yeah. with you. Um, well, what
1: do you think? Who is number one then? Kate Bishop or Yelena? Man, that's. I feel man. like you can sort of rotate them whenever you like, but I wouldn't yeah, go Kate Bishop as I've just started re watching Hawkeye and She's Hilarious.
0: Yeah, I, oh, that's really hard. Really? I'd probably go Kate Bishop as well. Oh, I don't know. Yelena, you had some pretty good moments in Black Widow too. Uh, and Hawkeye? Yeah interchangeable interchangeable or yeah. honestly, so they're the ones the they're two. the
1: ones that I really liked so yeah
0: yeah. also Shang-Chi was um oh yeah Shang-Chi was he was an honorable, well. mention.
1: That's an honorable an mention honorable mention for me was Shang-Chi definitely and
0: I also really liked um Sylvie in uh, Loki I thought mm. Sylvie was yeah great 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 um character yeah as well.
1: the female version of Loki yeah mm. or even Mobius he
0: was good Mobius was good too yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. for sure alright um, well we're in ingredients again um, moving on Best villain. I feel like we're both going to have the same, yeah, but I, feel I don't like know. This is, you this go is, first. Yeah. I, I feel like it, it's crazy not to put Namor as, I mean, is he's, he a villain? He's an anti-hero. Either or, it's got to be Namor. Namor for me. Namor was amazing. And he's one of the best villains in all of MCU, not just in this phase alone. Uh, however, I am going to give honorable mentions to both um, Gore, the God Butcher. Good idea. He, I was Thor, Love and yep, and I'm also going to give you mentioned earlier Green goblin um William Defoe home. back No home yeah William yep. Defoe he was in his bag like that was oh, um, my really ones, yep. after they are the other two I've thought of straight away. yeah, so I I it's it's name clear number one and then they're, they're the two uh honorable mentions. It's a disappointing as well because taskmaster on paper could have been in this category but really did not live up to it. <laughs> uh that could link
1: into something another category (laughs) yeah all right um do
0: you want you don't want to add any more to that kind of i'm happy with that you've covered pretty much what i was thinking all right so biggest surprise in Mm. phase four just in general this could be a surprise uh show a surprise moment um yeah something that caught you off guard like yeah hit me
1: again i'm gonna i think the best surprise for me this was for me it was between two And the first one, this was the honorable mention. I really enjoyed Werewolf by Night. Like, I wasn't Mm. expecting, I didn't know what to expect from it. And I actually really, really enjoyed it. I loved all the old school horror vibes. Mm. So I really enjoyed Werewolf by Night because I had no idea. I didn't know anything about that character at all. And I kind of really enjoyed it. Like, I loved it. I I really, really had fun with it. But -hmm. for me, the biggest surprise was Hawkeye. Like, I did not expect I would like it as much as I did. I really thought, you know, I didn't
0: mind. Hawkeye. Yeah, I don't, remember, I, didn't, I don't remember you being all that keen for it.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I never really, I didn't mind Hawkeye. Like, he got, I think Endgame really, he came good. But for me, Hawkeye was such a good surprise. And then, you know, it mixed mm. like my favorite genre genres, pretty much Marvel, Christmas, all in the one show. Kingpin mm. was in there. Like, Kate Bishop was amazing. Yelena was in there. I loved like the the Russian gang, the Pajama Gang. What do you call I can't remember what they're called now. Mm. They were hilarious. So I think for me, I did not expect that I'd like it as much as I did. So I think for me, it was probably Hawkeye.
0: Yeah, for me, it was um, similar sort of uh, take, but um, for Wonder Vision, for me, that was a show that that kicked off the, all the series. It, and, yeah, it um, really did started. I, all- I wasn't really knowing what to expect. Like, uh, it wasn't a show that like. I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch WandaVision whereas, when we got the announcement, you know, whereas like Loki, I was like, I can't wait to watch Loki and Loki lived up to it. Mm. But um, for me, WandaVision just like really caught me off guard. Like it was so creative. Like I don't think I've ever seen a show like it. Like how it took from um, all the comedies from the past going way back you know, yeah, we all get the
1: a, old yeah, the TV series. Yeah, a bit cool.
0: of everything. Um, you know, you get the black and gray to begin with, then you know, it moves through, you get like that 70s show sort of vibe, then it moves into, you know, uh going forward. And then the finale is a bit more MCU like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was emotional, it was thought provoking. Um, it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was like nothing I, I've ever really seen before. So um, for me it was um, yeah, Wonder Vision, the biggest surprise. Good. Nothing wrong with that peak. I respect it. All right. Biggest disappointment. Uh, This, yeah, this, I'll pass to you. What was something you were really disappointed about? And I'm going to have to say it here. You, ha- you can't be, you didn't get Dr. Doom. <laughs>
1: no, I wasn't going to be that. That's okay. I've got my book coming. That's all I need. Uh, Biggest disappointment for me, it's sort of, a, it's like, it sort of connects. I think Black Widow for me, wasn't mm. as good as I thought it was going to be. And to make it, what made it really disappointing for me was I was super excited for the Taskmaster. Because I think in the comics, he's like a great villain. And like, mm. he's just really unique character to bring into the MCU. And I just didn't like the way they did it. So I think for me, it's a, it's sort of Black Widow slash Taskmaster as my biggest disappointment.
0: Yeah. Uh, for me, it would probably be... That we didn't get Mephisto? No, just joking. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say, surely it's Mephisto.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it definitely is, but you know, who knows? Mephisto, I'm still um, you know, waiting. For you. uh waiting uh, patiently. Uh no, I think for me it was just that we didn't get as much Kang. Yeah,
1: that's um, also or just
0: uh, just yeah. another like that a overarching mm. villain throughout. Um, and I know that they they're kind of waiting for that, and they're gonna obviously phase five will be what we think will be the Kang show. Um, And I guess this- Seems the way they're
1: promoting it. Surely it's going to be all about Kang.
0: Yeah, this was kind of like the phase to sort of set up phase five, I guess, um, with all these new characters, as I've mentioned. But I think that's one thing that it did lack for me that I was a bit disappointed about. Um, But yeah, that's, yeah.
1: All right. Good pick. That's a good pick. I like it. But yeah.
0: All right. Well- Last thing before we um move on from phase four and on to andor, yes. where does this phase rank compared to phases one through three? Where do we sort of rank it? Hmm
1: I'll go, I'll go for, I'll go first for this one because I was saying to you before, I was very I kept swapping, I was very torn, mm. I kept changing things over. But so for me, I'm ranking them. I'm gonna go phase three is the best. Phase four for me second. Mm-hmm. Phase two is probably third, and then phase one's probably last. <laughs> what I like about phase two is obviously we have Winter Soldier in there and Guardians of the Galaxy, two of my like two of mm. they're in both of my top ten. But I think with phase four, you know, you got no way home, you got Hawkeye, you've got She-Hulk, right? You've got Falcon the Winter Soldier, you know, Shang-Chi, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I just feel like for me, there's a lot more to choose from in that. And I think for me. Phase four is probably
0: number two,
1: yeah. but I kept t- I kept thinking it could be three, it could be two, so I end up going with two. What about yourself?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I've got the exact same. I got phase three is the best, followed by phase four, followed yeah. by phase two, and then um, phase one, which is it, it's so Still hard. Still good because phase yeah. one
1: starts it all off. Like Iron Man for me, I know you're not as high on it, but that that's in mm. my top ten. I thought Iron Man was amazing, and it started yeah. it all off.
0: This is true, and I mean, yeah, it it is. It's difficult. It's very difficult because, like you sort of said, phase two has some of the best movies. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's phase is clear. Like,
1: oh, you can't beat it. There's no way to beat, beat it, it unless Doctor Doom comes in and saves the day. But you know, <laughs>
0: yeah. um, but yeah, phase four, phase two,
1: phase one, very close, very close. Yep. We'll have to redo it when five and six come out because that'll be interesting. Definitely,
0: definitely. All right, look. Uh, that is it for phase four, our review. Uh, yes. Look to round out the pod, we we're gonna we got to talk about it um, because we love Star Wars on we this do. podcast. <laughs> this is true. Um, and Andor is done and dusted. It is uh, twelve episodes long. Uh, it was. Deep. It was a, it was a ride. It was um, a pleasant pleasant surprise for me. Um, look, we're gonna talk highs and lows. And then we'll, of course, give an Infinity Gauntlet rating. Um, But just to set the stage, if you haven't watched this, uh, it's a prequel set um, prior to uh, Rogue One, another Star Wars film. Uh, In an era filled with danger, deception, intrigue, uh, Cassian will embark on the path that is destined to turn him him into a rebel hero. That's per IMBD. Uh, Kuni, you know how much I loved this show. I think it's one of the best TV series, um, Star Wars and just in general, it's such like yeah, phenomenal TV, phenomenal TV. Um maybe I'll just go straight into my highs because I'm already yeah, you go you, know, you go, I'm already. You're cooking. Ready, like, you're cooking. I'm cooking. Uh you know, this is the Star Wars show that I think we needed. Um I think Star Wars is other than Mandalorian and obviously the animated series. I think lately Star Wars has struggled a little bit. Um, and I think this is like a mature take on Star Wars. It it feels realistic. It's uh, in a very unrealistic world. Let's be honest, Star Wars- It's is, more street it, it, level, right? It is. Not so um, much
1: Jedis and lightsabers. Yeah, which
0: I, I loved. I actually enjoyed not having um, lightsabers and not having someone wielding force- um, who was, you know, impossible to beat. And uh, while that has its place, I thought this show did a good job of, you know, showing us um, what it's like between, you know, the rebels and um, Imperials um, and, you know, getting to see uh, this Different side of Star Wars. Um, and, you know, it, it's very, if you like Rogue One, which you and I both do, you're going to love this show because it's an extension of that. You know, obviously it's a prequel, but it really takes that to a whole, whole another level. And it's just an amazing show uh, in general. Um, you know, I think other than Mandalorian, nothing in the Star Wars like nothing really comes close um in terms of series um in Star Wars uh for me I mean obviously the animated that's a like it's kind of hard to compare the two cuz they're so different um animated series I obviously love like don't get me wrong they have like on a, a island of how live, they action, are. live action live um, action series yes live action for me like it's mando this and then there's a big drop um between the next the next shows um and in particular the, the the finale of this was incredible but the jail um sort of uh mini arc i guess um was just like so cool and the reasoning for them which pays off in the final post credit stinger is chilling like i got chills when i saw the death star being put together by those cogs that they're building um in like i was like well that's 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 tough that's tough that the thing that you know is that takes down planets um, is being built by the Death Star by slaves and rebels. Slave labor, yeah. You know, it, it's just wild to me. They're cheap. Um, to
1: the Empire, man. They don't want to pay
0: people. Yeah, it is is incredible. Incredible show. I like. Yeah, we'll get into Lowe's in a minute. But like after like the first two episodes, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what this show is going to be like. I'll watch it. But then from then on, I was just all in. Um, And we get probably two of the best monologues ever um, in this, the one in the finale uh, by Cassian's mum, and then uh, the one in episode, oh, I think it was the the final uh, jailbreak episode um, as well, the very end. Um, Yeah,
1: the one way out one. Do you mean the anti-circus?
0: Yes. Or st- no. Well, well, one. That that one too. Sorry, that, I didn't even think about that one. Surely that one they're well. ahead
1: of the chicks one, in the and in the finale, surely.
0: But then you get the Luthan one at the end of that episode as well. Mm. Um. So yeah, just amazing, amazing. Um, I'll pass it to you. I don't really have any lows. I've only got one low. You don't I'll have any lows. Fair enough. I've only got I've only got one low. Um. But I'll pass it to you for your highs, uh, and then we can we can chat about it.
1: Yeah, so for me, yeah, uh, Sizzle was loving it when he was watching the show. He kept yeah. messaging me, and I was just heaps behind. Mm. But that wasn't because I wasn't. I must enjoying say, it. I
0: must say, I'm disappointed as well because you're the Star Wars guy. Out of there the was just of a
1: lot. There was a lot going on. You know, I was watching me and Amy watching other stuff. You know, just, you know, I wasn't. I'm reading. I'm reading more at night time, so I didn't really watch as much I didn't watch it all the time at the same time as Sizzle. But I did finish it when I told him I would. But yeah, like I was saying pretty much everything you just said, I can definitely say I agree with it. Like, I think for me, this is probably one of the best live actions probably is second. Like as a show wise, like it was probably the second best show we've, we've seen. And I think underneath that, yeah, like you said, a bit of a drop off and I'd probably say number three is probably Obi-Wan for me. Mm. Um Mando though. You can't beat Mando. Like I love Mando. Yeah. Mando's always number one for me. Just elements of Mando. I just really enjoy and and although, like you said, it hits differently. You're right, it does. Um, I was I am high on it, like I really enjoyed it. I think you're probably a bit higher than I am, but again, I've still got to give it a pretty solid rating. I'm not gonna like it was a great, it was a good show, and Cassian was amazing in this, and then um Luthan for me was great, and then Andy Circus, like in it for like so two great. episodes, three episodes, sorry, like just dropping, just dropping 50. Um, I loved how we got to see like the the pretty much the FBI, the CIA, CIA version of in the Star Wars universe with the Emperor and you know the Empire and who how they like spying on everybody. I like that. I really enjoyed that element of it. Um, so I think they really brought that home and it linked in quite well with Star Wars Rebels because um, Thorn, who's one of the main villains in the mm. second, he's pretty much part of the ISB or whatever it's called. Is it ISB? They're pretty yes. much on par. He's got the same uniform, so they obviously. I hope that gives us a connection to the Ahsoka show that's coming out eventually. So I really Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And again, like you said, that I think for me, it's like it our elements, this is probably more, I'll talk about that in my lows, but there's a lot of highs in this show. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of highs and there's a few episodes in here that's probably the best that we've seen for Star Wars. And I'll just mention a couple now just quickly. I think Nobody's Listening for Me was amazing. That was Mm. a great episode. That's when they pretty much start planning the escape and we actually see the Empire just being brutal when they're like torturing Bix and stuff like that, which I thought was that sort of, that was real wild. And then they pretty much, you know, that um, one of their workers, they pretty much just, he dies. So they inject him and pretty much put him out of his misery. So, which I thought was just wild one way out, definitely a huge episode. That was amazing. Mm. Like, Nine and ten for me are just great episodes. And I'm pretty sure um in ten, I think we get the big dog um monologue on the bridge. I think it's ten. It's either nine or ten. One of them. Yeah, I think it's have, ten. It might be ten. We have ten. The awesome we have we find out that um we have like a rebel informant. In the actual ISB, which I thought was super interesting,
0: yeah, and I think
1: Luthen on that bridge—I when I first saw it, I thought Luthen was going to kill him. I was—that's what I thought. I thought Luthen's just—you know—he's hot on the trigger; he doesn't care. But I thought that that scene in particular was amazing. Like, I'm pretty sure you've mentioned it too. Mm. Um, Daughter of Ferrex. Again, I didn't mind that episode. I think it wasn't as good as nine and ten. I think it kind of went down a little bit in episode eleven, for me. But episode 12 brings it home. Like, yeah, that's a great episode. A really good finale. I think I was cleaning the house at the time. I couldn't send you an audio message, but I think I just messaged you a couple of my thoughts. I can't remember, but again, it was great. And I love how we got the post credit scene with the death star. So they're my highs. Like I said, I really enjoyed this show.
0: Mm. So Yeah. Hey, I'm glad. I'm glad because it was, yeah, it was a ride. Um, look. Yeah. Agree with everything you said. It was a journey as well. And, um, yeah, just some amazing um single episodes that you know I think will go down in like Star Wars mm-hmm. history. Yeah. Uh I the only low I've got to be honest is um that I would say the first two episodes didn't grab me um and they but I think then they're, they're necessary because they pay off later because they yeah. kind of do the mm-hmm. the background that gets the, the that you have for the the remainder yeah. of the show. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't didn't love the first two episodes, but after that, um, I was all in and it did pay off. So that's like if I'm being critical, but um, yeah, that's probably the only low I have uh, Have to be honest. What about you?
1: Um, I've got a couple similar to you. Um, I've got a few more. I reckon one and two for me were just very slow, very hard. Like that's sort of, I lost a bit of interest when I watched the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, episode three, again, that was better. I thought three definitely picked up the pace a bit more. But then for me, episode four, I thought was slow as well. I thought that was a bit boring. Mm, So I
0: really liked episode Um, four.
1: I think it just dragged on a bit. And then there were some parts like, you know, I want to be with Cassian, but they're just spending too much time with other people. And it just sort of took a bit away from me in that episode. Um, Episode five, you know how it's all about planning the big heist. I just, again... I get the episode why it's there, but for me, it sort of just carried on for a while. And I was like, let's just come on. Can we get going? So I think that sort of, again, lost me a bit. But again, episode six, The Eye, that really reeled me back in again. That's a great episode. And some of the visuals in that episode are stunning. And I I kind of like how it's all about, you know, doing the heist and, you know, the Empire are lazy. I thought that was really cool how they did it. Mm. Um, and then, again, episode seven, announcement, same sort of thing. You can kind of see where I'm getting. it. It's, there's some highs, there's some lows. For me, it was a bit inconsistent early on. Episode seven, same sort of thing. A lot of characters being introduced, um, and I just I don't know. I don't know about you. I've got to ask you this. I just wasn't that invested in um, what's her name, Moth. What's her name? The Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma stuff, and like her, how she's in debt. She's struggling with with money, that sort of thing. Every time we kind of went to her, I was like, oh, okay, I get where it's here. But I just felt for me, I just wasn't that invested in her character. I know that might be controversial. Some people might really enjoyed her, but I just didn't like her as much. And a lot of like the party scenes where they're sitting there talking a lot, again, a bit slow for me and just sort of a bit of lack. And then again, sorry, low for me. Her husband's the worst. He sucks. That's a low. He's terrible. And even the daughter's <laughs> yeah. got her moments where she's pretty bad. Um, and then I feel like the forced marriage that looks like it's going was a bit much. And then we had like the, you know, the underground mafia guys and then her husband's like a gambler, that sort of stuff. That was, I get why I was there, but again, let's get back to Cassian, please get me back to the prison. Let, let's sort of focus on that a bit more. So I think that was some of main some of my main lows just for me. Like I just lost a bit of interest in some episodes, but again, hmm. uh, Nakina five again, draws me back again. Mm. And then again, number nine, episode nine, nobody's listening, one way out of just amazing TV. Like yeah. I can't fault those episodes. They're great. Like great, great live action. You'll never see it again. It was amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Great. Good. Uh, wow. And
1: then I sort of mentioned before episode 11, yeah, the mum dies. Yes, it's very depressing, that sort of stuff. Again, sort of slows down the plot again for me. But then we get episode 12 where they're just... It all it just all comes together and it's perfect. Like the finale was amazing. And like you said, it definitely makes up for those episodes early on to sort of cement the scene, I guess. And another low for me, how did Cassian know Luthan was where he was? He just randomly appears on his ship. How do you yeah, actually well, know he was out there?
0: Well, I guess he's pretty just uh clever when it comes to like yeah. he's kind of like a uh um strategist detective, like He's did he know kind of Latham
1: like, was there? Oh, he did see him, but then he didn't, he saw him. he just randomly shows up and he's there. It's like, oh, he okay. Saw him.
0: Um, I mean, maybe he parked his um ship at the same place that he parked it. Um, when he Possibly. first turned up, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: but no, again, yeah. I, that was some of my lows, but again, it's not really, it's just me being picky,
0: mm. yeah, so. fair. I mean, the the Mon Mothma. um. Sort of, uh, obviously, you said you didn't love her on screen. I actually kind of did because she's we've seen her in um animated um Star Wars, uh, yeah. and then we've also seen her in like the earlier films, different um, but it was is it the yeah, same actress it was... or was it a different actress? Is it the same uh, one? I can't remember. No, I think it's, I think it's a, is it someone different, different or is it the same? I think it's a different actress. Oh, okay, I think
1: oh, I just don't know. I just felt I don't,
0: I don't actually know yeah. that. For sure, but yeah, I think it's a different actress. I don't know. Um, I
1: just didn't love I like she was fine, but I just wasn't that interested in like her mm. whole side plot about her being broke and not having any money and having to hide money from the ISB and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't mind her scenes of Luthan, though that was good. Mm. Like in his shop, and we saw like the Mandalorian armor and stuff like that and different items, which was cool. Those Easter eggs. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. That's just me. Oh, and then yeah. I guess one other thing I didn't mention it. Um, uh, what's his name? Is this the biggest creep I've ever seen? Um, what's his name? Cyril. <laughs> Cyril. Who's that creepy guy? Him and his his mum. Sorry, his mum's terrible too. She's brutal.
0: Oh, she's just providing him, you know, breakfast cereal. And you
1: then know, I man. was, and then like you know, I was a bit revolted. You know, in the last episode, it's like that random sexual tension between Cyril and the ISB yeah, agent. He, I can't remember, what's her name again? He wants a piece he of him. He wants her. a piece of him. He wants a piece of him. I What's think you a piece of her. Uh, her name is? I can't remember which one she was. It's Cyril. It's not uh, Deidre, is it? Deidre. No, Deidre, yeah. It is Deidre. Yeah. I kind of liked her. She was interesting. Like, I enjoyed mm. scenes of her because she was just brutal, like 100% fascist. Like, you could tell it. I loved the inspiration there of those sort of world powers in Europe back in the day. So, yeah, he was just a creep. And that was sort of, I don't know, it was weird between them. It kind of creeped me out a bit. That's a low for me, but, you know, maybe it was just <laughs> what they were trying to go for, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it sort of just showed it like the two sort of similar um statistic, mm-hmm. like people and I guess that's what brought them together in the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh Yeah. All right. Uh, Infinity Gauntlet time?
1: I reckon you go first because I don't know. Yeah, I'm look, torn.
0: for me, For me, I, I'm torn as well. Um, you know, do I give it a six or do I give it I a 5.5? I,
1: I don't think it's a six. Um, I, mean, I don't think it's the perfect show, but that's just me. Yeah.
0: For, for me, I think I give it a 5.5 5 only because I would say it just took... A, my interest in the show didn't pick up until a few episodes in. Hmm. Um, but that being said, when I did pick up, it was... Yeah, it was amazing. Um, So I'll give it 5.5. Whoever I will, and we've mentioned it, this is definitely the second best if we were to rank the Star Wars series. Mando is number one for me. You're not touching that. Yeah. Andor is number two. And then there's a very big gap. And I don't know what's next. I mean, Obi-Wan, like, it had so many issues for me. Um, And then, in fact, I'd probably, I don't know, Book of Boba Fett, obviously we got the Mando um, Mando there, elements were good. which sort of pays off. so I'd probably put that above Obi-Wan uh, obviously Obi-Wan had a couple of really nah, great Obi-Wan's moments, better
1: than Booker Boba Fett
0: but I don't know obi One, it's just not a very great show is it um, yeah I don't know it's tough but yeah it's, it's easily Mando number one and then Andor and or two um, obviously not including the animated because then that makes it really difficult then I'd have to I'd put the between. animated
1: over it that's yeah. me personally
0: yeah, I don't know. That'd be tough. That'd be tough for me. Then I love Rebels in the Clone Wars TV shows. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. I'd probably put them above it, but it, it's mm. it's close. It's very close. Yeah. No, that's um, fair. Like I get it.
1: That's fair. Five and a half. Yeah.
0: I mean, I would. I would. I'd put this above Bad Batch and above. Um, oh yeah, a bad Bad Batch. But and I'm saying above Tales Rebels, of
1: Jedi. I'm saying Rebels. Yeah. Clone Wars, like oh, Tales of the Jedi is pretty good. But yeah. Yeah,
0: it's still it's just There's not, not enough. There's not yeah. enough. There's not yeah. enough.
1: But I really enjoyed Tales of the Jedi. We didn't oh, mention I, don't, don't get it I love Tales of the Jedi.
0: Tales of the Jedi was great. Like it was it was really great. Um yeah. So, Dave anyway.
1: Filoni you can't Dave Filoni knows what he's doing. I can't wait for Ahsoka. Anyway, we're getting off track here. So yeah, we are, we are. You're giving 5. It a five, 5 a, for me. Five point five. Five point five. I'm gonna give, give it a five out of six. Fair. I think it's fair. And that's only good. because I wasn't as high as you were. Mm-hmm. i sort of went through why yeah that's fair hey. and i still think a five out of six is pretty good like yep. we're, if we're comparing that to our marvel rankings that's like in that you know top 10 range pretty much
0: yeah for sure for sure right. all right not not mad at that uh yeah, um, so five well, for me for andor five for you 5.5 for me has potential oh, though
1: to be really good like i'm Keen for season two.
0: Oh, season two. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be interesting to see because obviously now he's joined the rebels. So Cassian has, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. that was epic. He's like, either kill me now or join. Yeah, that, that, was was, cool. that was pretty cool. I didn't awesome. mind the soul Guerrero um, appearances, um yeah. but again, it just sort of just felt, yeah, it just felt a bit random. It didn't really go much. We only got random bits of soul. It wasn't, yeah. I didn't feel like it was really that
0: connected to the show. Mm, that well, one. I get, anyway, yeah, I, yeah, I guess it, it kind of but it's there like to show... connect it's
1: there to connect those TV shows, the animated shows, yep, yeah, mm. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I guess that I get why I was there, but again, I wasn't like, oh, okay, what well, I didn't think we needed it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, we did it. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Phase four and or um we'll be back in the month of December. To mm-hmm. Talk all things Christmas. I can't wait. I'll be putting. I know you. Are got we doing the main one or? <laughs> I
1: don't know.
0: I don't know. That looks way to... too wild. Well, yeah, we'll we'll be be doing probably a few wild movies. Um, maybe um, Violent Night um, mm. with David Harbour. I'm keen.
1: Maybe in the Santa Claus TV show. Who yeah, I
0: knows? think that 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 would probably that get might be a good one. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we revisit Hawkeye in a more of a Christmas lens. Yeah. Um yeah i mean we kind of did that last year but hey we'll see uh but yes we will be back talking all things christmas very soon um not long
1: one day not even
0: one day yeah one day i'll be putting my tree up this weekend um yeah gotta go find a tree first find one Mm. all right until next time we'll we'll be seeing you we'll be talking to you peace